Welcome to the podcast of the fabulous Las Vegas Rotary Club. My name is Michael Gordon, and I'm proud to serve as the 95th president of the greatest Rotary Club in the world. Our club serves our local and international community through a variety of projects, but our main focus is on youth literacy. If you're ever in town for either business or pleasure, we invite you to join us at one of our weekly lunches. More information about meeting time and location can be found at lasvegasrotary.com. Now, sit back and enjoy this week's speaker. Hello, everyone. Thank you for silencing for me. That's very gracious. <laughs> so I'd like to introduce our speaker today. It is Jocelyn Cousins. She's with the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, Community Development District Manager for the Fields Group and Regional Manager for Arizona and Nevada. I'm not going to read her bio because it is in our wheels. So please, everyone, give her a warm welcome as our speaker today. Thank you very much. Well, um, good afternoon. Oh, I might need that. Well, good afternoon, everyone. I'm going to try and put this up here. There we go. Um, I I'm very pleased and excited to be here today um, to chat with you a little bit about our Small Business Credit Survey. So as uh, she indicated, I'm Jocelyn Cousins with the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco, but I am a Las Vegas resident for almost 20 years. So this is my home, um, and so the topics that I talk about, and when we, especially when I can talk about um, things that are relevant to uh, Nevada and the Nevada residents, it's more important to me and more dear and near to my, my heart. So I'm really excited to be here. So as business professionals, I hope that you find the information that I'm going to provide today informative. I do want to emphasize that I am not an economist. So please don't ask me any questions about rates or anything like that because I don't have any answers. And your guess is as good as mine as it relates to rates. So, um, so let's uh, dig in a little bit. So the Small Business Credit Survey is a national collaboration of the community development offices of the 12 reserve banks across the country. It was designed to provide timely information on small business financing needs, decisions, and outcomes to policymakers researchers, and service providers. The Small Business Credit Survey is an annual survey of firms with 500 or fewer employees. These types of firms represent 99.7, that's a pretty high number, percentage of all employer establishments in the United States. Respondents are asked to report information about their business performance, financing needs, and challenges as well as borrowing behaviors and experiences. So the survey started during the financial crisis and is intended to do three things. Give policymakers and lenders a better understanding of the needs of small businesses to inform incentive, protection, and lending product development. Provide small businesses like some of you here today and technical assistance providers with information to make informed decisions about credit strategies and to give researchers more information to better discern what will help businesses grow more, grow faster, and grow the economy. So in 2017, the Federal Reserve Bank of San Francisco produced a 12th district report 
that showed data from six of our nine western states, including Arizona, California, Hawaii, Nevada, Oregon, and Washington. And of course, I'm going to focus on Nevada today. So I do want to thank the uh, community partners that helped us get the survey out. Um, and that included Nevada Small Business Development Center, Northern Nevada SCORE, and Clearinghouse CDFI. So without their partnership, we would not have a Nevada-specific report. Um, so I really appreciate um, their partnership. So the previous slide showed that in 2016, we received a little over 10,000 employer firms and 5,700 non-employer firm responses. This slide shows the geographic distribution of the responses received. Uh, for some reason, I'm not sure why they did this, um, they put Nevada into the mountain category. I consider us part of Pacific. But anyway, um, with that said, you'll see that um, we only received 8% of the total responses from across the country. Our region only received 8%. Um, so, and I'm hoping that we can get more responses um, during the next cycle and the next survey because the more responses we get, the better data we have um, for Nevada. So, and I'm going to hopefully look to you all and the membership here to help get the survey out the next time. So now I'm, now you know me, so when you receive an email from me asking for your participation, you'll know why. Um, because, you know, good data in is good reports out, and that's what we're hoping to accomplish going forward. Okay, so let's get started. Um, we're going to start with some national um, results just to kind of lay the framework um, from across the, the country. So the majority of firms reported that they were profitable and had growing revenues. 61% of employer small businesses faced financial challenges in the last year. The most common way employer firms coped with financial challenges was by self-funding. And most firms sought 100,000 or less in financing. And banks are the most common source of credit Smaller firms also frequently turn to online lenders and other sources. So that's what we see across the, across the country. So now let's look at, um, dig in to Nevada results. So in Nevada, there were 114 respondents for the 2016 survey, and we need to get that up significantly. Um, Nevada businesses reported a healthy performance and optimism about future growth and modest debt expectation. Operating expenses and credit availability remain as one of the biggest challenges, and a majority of firms applied for funds to grow their business. So what does that really mean? So let's unpack that a little bit more. So in summary, this slide, I, you know, we have the indexes, and I can explain all the indexes, but in summary, what this slide is saying is that more firms were profitable than those that weren't in the United States than in Nevada. More firms in Nevada, which is the second chart, um, had an increase in revenue than those that had a decrease. That's a good thing. And thirdly, more firms in Nevada had an increase in employment than those that had a decrease. You know, we're not faring as well as the national numbers, but anything over zero is a positive number. So this is, this is also showing good numbers for um, Nevada. So what's the, what are the age of our firms? Where do we stand in terms of that? 
So 67% of Nevada businesses are less than 10 years old, while 43% are less than five years old, which says to me that we have a lot of newer businesses in, in Nevada. This is important as we look at the ability of new businesses to access credit, because sometimes there are some requirements for being in business a certain number of years. So if we have a large percentage of businesses that are um, five years and below, which would include one year, two year, that, that's going to um, limit their access or their ability to access credit. So this slide shows the revenue size of Nevada businesses. 45% of our businesses have revenues between $100,000 to $1 million. Interesting to note that 32% have revenues between $1 million to $10 million, which is higher than the U.S. figures. So there, there's something that we can say that we have better than everybody else has. So positive good stuff, right? We know we have lots of good stuff. So credit risk. Um, as business professionals, you all know the importance of credit scores. So the majority of borrowers in Nevada are considered low risk. These figures are calculated using self-reported business credit scores or personal credit scores, and we use the higher of the two. So when we say low risk, um, it's defined as having a business score between 80 to 100 or a personal credit score of 720 or above. And then high risk would be a business score of 1 to 49 and a personal credit score of less than 620. So that kind of gives you a sense of where, where we sit. So a large number of firms are not growing, um, which is similar to the, or, excuse me, a large number of firms are not growing, which is similar to the U.S. Um, but as you can see, 31% of Nevada firms are growing, which means that they have increased revenues, increased employees, and plan to increase or maintain the number of employees. So on, on this slide, and amongst all of them, respondents could select a, a multiple, um, they had multiple options to, um, to choose from. And based on, in this uh, slide, it appears that operating expenses and credit availability or funds for expansion are the most significant financial challenges experienced by firms in Nevada. Of interest here is that significantly more Nevada businesses use personal funds than the U.S and fewer use external financing. So the amount of outstanding debt is, is very relevant, relevant from a lender's perspective. They want to know how much debt you have. If you're um, heavy on debt, are they going to give you more debt? So those things are really, really important from um, an, an ability to access additional credit to expand and grow. So 64% of Nevada firms have outstanding debt, and most firms carry less than $100,000 in outstanding debt. So depending on the size of the organization and the revenue of the organization, $100,000 in debt may be a lot or may not be a lot. So it just all, it's all relative and just depends on um, based on the, the revenue and size of the organization. So among firms that applied in the prior 12 months, 
the majority of firms in Nevada are seeking to expand their business or pursue a new opportunity, which has the potential to provide more jobs for our residents, which is always a good thing. So we want to see the economy grow. We want to see diversification in our economy here. And a lot of that can be done with the growth of small businesses, which employ the majority of people um, across the country are employed by small business. So here we see that 65% of Nevada firms sought financing for less than $100,000, while 17% sought loans at less than $25,000. To me, this begs the question, what type of lender offered loans at less than $25,000? Not a lot. Um, and we'll, we'll dig into that a little bit later on in terms of what sort of lenders are out there um, for this, um, this small dollar amount. So why do businesses apply for financing? What, what's their reason? Um, the two key factors in an application are the chance of being funded and the relationship with the lender. So Nevada firms rely on existing relationships with lenders. So it appears that Nevada firms prefer loans and lines of credit as 85% of Nevada firms applied for this type of financing product. Um, we hear from some businesses that they use credit cards to fund um, their operating expenses, but based on this, only 32% of our businesses use credit cards. So I don't know what you all hear or what you all do, but I hear a lot of that in my um, you know, interaction with the Small Business Development Center and um, the, uh, the chambers that a lot of businesses aren't able to access additional credit because they have a lot of credit card debt. So this to me was kind of interesting. I thought that um, credit cards would be a little bit higher, but. So the previous slide indicated that 85% of firms applied for a loan or a line. So what type of lender are these businesses applying to? So 46% of Nevada firms applied for a loan or line with a large bank and 31% applied with an online lender. So how many of you, I'm curious, are hearing more and more about online lending? So a few of you. It's becoming very, very popular. Um, so only 4% applied with a CDFI um, which I thought would be higher as CDFIs usually offer smaller loan amounts and are willing to take a little more risk than a bank. So I'm going to take a minute and talk about a CDFI and what that is. So some of you may not know um, or may not be familiar with CDFIs or Community Development Financial Institutions because I'm going to reference that a good bit in the next couple of slides. So CDFIs provide credit and financial services to people and communities underserved by mainstream commercial banks and lenders. CDFIs encompass a range of nonprofit and for-profit entities, including community development banks, community development credit unions, community development loan funds, community development venture capital uh, funds, and microenterprise loans. So we have some of those here in our state. So this, these are other vehicles and opportunities for accessing credit much smaller loans, a little um, riskier loans based on credit. 
So we didn't have um, enough data to look at um, approval rates from uh, for Nevada specific, which again, I'm going to, this is my, uh, my ask for your participation next year. But we do have national data just to really look at trends. I mean, they're, they're still going to be relevant and we can apply this information to um, us here in Nevada. So overall, CDFIs, which we just talked about, and small banks have the highest approval rates, which again is surprising since not many firms apply um, to CDFIs. So the question is, to me, um, do businesses know about CDFIs and how to access them? So I'm going to ask you all, have you ever heard of CDFIs? Do you know what they are? And has anyone ever accessed them or went to them to apply for credit? We have one person, so that's good. Well, you have a quiz at the end, so I'm going to reach out to you. So um, this is something our community development department um, promotes in our market. So when we have a, um, a community that's underserved, that is lacking access to credit, this is when the community development department will convene community stakeholders to, to raise the awareness of this sort of access to credit. Um, so we've done um, events in the past and held community development forums here. We've had the SBA, we've had some of these CDFIs um, that come and speak, and we also bring banks and um, small business lenders because they're the ones that if a, a bank or a small business lender at a bank is declining a small business, then they should be referring those businesses to the CDFIs that we have um, in Nevada. And we do have three that um, work across the entire state. So there is opportunity there. This is definitely an underutilized resource, um, and, and it's my job to help more small businesses know about CDFIs. So we asked firms that were approved for credit who they were most satisfied with. So borrowers were most satisfied with small banks, credit unions, and CDFIs, which I'm again surprised about because not that many people use CDFIs. But I guess when they do apply to a CDFI, they're having a good experience. So dissatisfaction was highest with large banks and online lenders. Firms cited high interest rates, unfavorable repayment terms, long waits, difficult application process, and lack of transparency. So this sort of information is, the, is what we like to share with um, banks because they need to understand the gap in, um, you know, for businesses in terms of accessing credit. I mean, and it's a, a business decision. They're, they're in business to serve their clients, especially um, small business banks, that that's their focus. So they need to, this information is relevant to them because they can understand where, what they're missing and what they need to change and what programs should be, I say, rejiggered um, in order to be able to uh, bring more small businesses to their bank. So the data captured by this survey underscore areas of opportunity for both borrowers and lenders. One example is the importance of expanding access to capital for small businesses, which I've talked a lot about. Another example is the prevalence of various types of financial institutions, including CDFIs, as well as alternative lenders, such as online lenders. So the, the two important things are um, there are other 
um, products that are available from different sorts of um, lenders. We need to recognize that and get that word out. So I, I hope you found this interesting, and we'll open it up for questions. But one thing I do want to say is that the 2017 survey ended in December. Had I spoke to you guys sooner, then I could have had you all involved in the 2017 survey. Um, but that report, um, which will be similar to this one, will be compiled by June or July. Um, and I'd be happy to share it with you all um, later this year by link, or if you want me to come and talk to see if there's anything that's changed for us. Um, and I'm hoping that the 2017 report will reflect growth from our businesses and that credit becomes more accessible um, and readily available to help our Nevada small businesses grow. So I will stop there. We can wait for the microphone. Yeah, we'll wait for the, I've been instructed, we'll wait for the microphone and keep all the, t the tough questions to later, after I'm gone. So. Thank you. Could you tell us what the criteria is that the Fed uses to quantify a small business as a pair compared to medium or larger sized businesses? Sure. Well, we're looking at um, in businesses with um, 500 or less employees. That, that, in our de that is our definition. So revenue size doesn't matter, but we're just really looking at the number of employees. So how does the, uh, what's the relationship with the Small Business Administration with what you're talking about? Um, as it relates to their definition? Um, well, I mean, I would imagine that there's some overlap. We haven't been as restrictive uh, restricted as um, the SBA because their definition is, and for um, CRA purposes, or Community Reinvestment Act purposes from banks' perspective, that's uh, businesses with revenues of a million dollars and less. It falls under this community development um, definition for us. But we don't tie it directly to their definition, but we do partner with them in terms of getting the, um, the survey out to their, their um, customers. Uh, you mentioned uh, three CDFIs operating in the state. Could you uh, tell us who those are and sure. give us a little more specifics about uh, information about sure. accessing Oh, ab absolutely. Yeah. So the three here are um, Axion, and um, it was previously called um, Nevada Microenterprise Initiative, and it's now called Valley Economic Development Corporation. Um, Axion looks at... Um, I, their, their sweet spot is $50,000 and below. Um, VDC is $50,000 and above. Um, so those are kind of the two pieces, and I'm happy to share um, contact information for them. I can send it to whoever for both organizations. The third is Clearinghouse CDFI, and they do considerably larger loans. Um, and part of um, Clearinghouse CDFI is the work that they do because they are, um, their focus is on economic development. So the, and so their loans are to small businesses are mainly tied to real estate. So that, so that's why their dollar amount is going to be significantly higher than the other two. Does that, does that answer your question? That's great. Thank okay, you. sure. So, um, have you taken into consideration companies that uh, buy receivables or do factoring, those types of companies within your analysis? 
Um, you know, well, factoring was actually one of our um, areas of, uh, 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 on one of our slides. So I don't know that we specifically target that organization, but if they fit within our definition, then they're definitely included. And so, you know, what I could probably, too, what I think we need to do is get a better sense of the makeup of the respondents. That might be helpful information, too, to be able to say of the 10,000 people that responded, you know, what industries, did, and I'm sure they have that information, what buckets did they fall into? Um, and we could do that, too, for the Nevada respondents as well. We just need more Nevada respondents. Have I said that enough? So, okay. Uh, as, my, as I recall, the SBA uh, will guarantee 90% of the loan and the banks take on a 10% risk. Is that still the ratio? No, that's, yeah, <laughs> no. <laughs> no, it's not quite that good. Um, you must be a banker. Are you, I'm going to let you hit that one. Can I defer that one to you? Do you know the percentage? Well, but my question is, oh. if SBA will turn you down, then why would the, your organization consider lending to somebody that's already been turned down by the SBA? Per perfect question. So um, uh, CDFIs are funded through investments from financial institutions, banks. And so their mission is they are mission-driven organizations. And the two smaller ones I referred to are nonprofit. CDFIs, and their mission is to assist small businesses that can't access um, commercial loans from uh, commercial institutions. So um, they will only give you a loan if you've been declined by a bank. And they're able to um, take on a little more risk. Their risk profile is a little um, looser than um, commercial banks because their dollars are at a lower rate from the investors in their fund, if that makes sense. Okay. What is the um, net effect of the legalization of marijuana in California and Nevada? Ooh. I read I read something <laughs> the other day that some small California town is now able to fix their roads and put schools in and stuff that they didn't have before? That is a good question. I, I, I don't have information on that one. Um, I'm sure our economists have, have researched it because it is um, bringing a tremendous amount of revenue into the markets. Um, but I, I, I can find some research to share, but I don't have an answer to that one. Sorry. It's great. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> lots, of re lots of revenue. Yeah. So. Well, with that... Thank you, Jocelyn, for coming to speak to us. Just hold on. Let me, let me give you a, you got a pause and so, I would like to present you with our Share What You Can Award, where we will give a warm meal to a homeless vet in your name. Thanks. So just a reminder that in two weeks is our Sweetheart Luncheon. If you didn't sign up in the Green Book, please sign up. Not like Jerry Engel said, bring your real sweetheart, not one of those that Jerry talked about. You don't need to consult the CDFI to come. And if you do want to come and bring your sweetheart, you can even talk to our guest today for a new engagement ring and help get more...
free water, right? Clean water in the rest of the world. So Rotary is like tennis. The one who serves best usually wins. Now go forth and make a difference. Thank you for joining us for another wonderful meeting of the Rotary Club of Las Vegas. If you're interested in membership or want to know more about our upcoming projects and speakers, please visit lasvegasrotary.com for more information. Now go forth and make a difference.